I'm so thankful that he is here to bring to us the word of the Lord. Would you welcome Pastor Tree of Life Church in Cincinnati, Pastor Joel Urshan. We love you in Jesus' name. Oh, give praise unto the Lord. Oh, give praise unto the Lord, all ye people of the Lord. Hallelujah. God, we worship you and praise your name. We praise your name. We praise your name. We praise your name. We praise your name. I wonder if we could put our hands together and lift our voices with a shout of thanksgiving unto God for his goodness. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we lift you up and magnify your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you what, it, it just doesn't seem like it can get any better. But at the same time, we serve a God where there is no end to the increase of his peace or government. And what a delight it is, has been all week long to be in the presence of the Lord. We're so thankful for that. And, and what God has been doing has just been marvelous. I thank you, Pastor, for your very kind words and for your friendship. Pastor and First Lady Myers, God bless you both. Can we give them a great big hand? We love them so much. Amen. We have, we have served alongside of them and, uh, and found ourselves in many situations where we just... We're praying together about certain situations and working together in certain situations and traveling together, amen, in certain situations. And uh, we just, just, you can't find anybody in the world any better than this great family. And we love them very much. You are so blessed. And I know you know that, but you are so blessed. And I thank God for this. Amen. I think that's in order. Amen. Clap unto the Lord for his blessing. Praise God for his blessing and uh, we're so thankful for this wonderful day and uh, i love this church i love this uh, spirit of the lord that is here you bring it here he inhabits the praises of israel and so he he comes when you begin to lift up his name it is so good to see brother and sister ramsey here tonight god bless the ramseys we love you amen and we're so delighted that you are here tonight Long time family friends, and we're so thankful that you are here tonight. And Brother Gore, what a what a powerful word you just shared, and and you've shared many this week. But I I receive what the Lord just spoke to us. I believe God's about to do something powerful. Amen. His word is going forth, and if we're, how many are going to believe the word of the Lord tonight? How many are going to believe the word of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah! Praise God. Amen. I'm, I'm reading from the gospel according to John chapter 4. And I, I, I just, I, I don't think I'll be, I don't think I'll be up here too long. I believe God wants to do something. I believe he wants to minister to people tonight. How many came with a need? Hallelujah. Come on, I want to know, did you come with a need tonight? Could you just lift your hands if you came with a need? That you need God to do something in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you, I want you to feel the peace of God to come upon you right now. I want you to feel the peace of God to come upon you right now. Because you're in a place where God is going to bear your burdens. The Lord of glory is going to come and lift your heavy burden. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 4, verse 46. Before we begin reading, I want to say God bless you to Bishop and Dr. Myers and Brother and Sister Johnson and Brother and Sister Golden. God bless. This is a wonderful family. God, let's give the whole family a great big hand clap of thanksgiving. Amen. John chapter 4 and beginning with verse 46. The word of the Lord says this. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son. For he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman saith unto him, Sir, come down, ere my child die. Jesus saith unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And this may be one of the most important parts of this passage. And the man believed the word. That Jesus had spoken unto him. And he went his way. And as he was now going down. His servants met him and told him saying. Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him yesterday. At the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew. That it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth, and himself believed, and his whole house. Hallelujah. And I just want to speak to you for a few moments. And I, I speak that with much confidence and, and great intention. A few moments on this subject. When did the fever break? When did the fever break? Hallelujah. One more time. Lift up those hands unto the Lord. Ah, mighty God. We come to you in faith believing. Trusting in your word. We ask for the moving of your Holy Spirit in this place. Lord, we trust in you and we believe on you and we believe your word and we ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you would move in this house upon every individual that is here minister to the needs of the people that have gathered and those that are watching right now and those that will watch one day in the name of Jesus move upon the needs in Jesus name in the name of Jesus. And let healing virtue come forth. With mighty power. We pray this in the name of Jesus. And everybody said in Jesus name. And everyone said amen. And amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I was a small child. And I do not have any recollection of the episode. But my parents do. They remember it quite well. It was terrifying to them. They were young parents. They had two children, ages uh, seven and four. And I was just a baby. I was the third child. It was before I really understood 
what was going on in the world, but I had developed a sickness. And this sickness involved a fever. And the fever began to rage wildly out of control. Uh, my parents uh, had a, an engagement, uh, and I was not feeling well, but, but they, uh, the, the fever had not yet set in. But once the fever came, it came with a ferocity. And they rushed back home once they received the call that the fever was climbing. And, and uh, I went into what is known as a febrile seizure. Anybody familiar with a febrile seizure? Those are scary to observe. And so when they saw this, it terrified them. They thought that I was dying. I, my body stiffened and my eyes rolled back in my head. And the fever was climbing, no, no lukewarm or cool water would bring it down. Nothing they tried was working. They were rushing me to the hospital. It took them a while at the hospital to get things in order, to get things under control. And I lay there stiff, as mom would describe it, stiff as a board and not responding to anything, completely unresponsive. And, and she just knew that, that something very tragic had occurred. And so they did what apostolic people do. They prayed. I want you to know that regardless of how out of control something may feel or seem or even be, you can always pray to the Lord. You can always open up your mouth and you can call upon God. And I want you to know He will hear your cry. He will hear your cry. You speak to him from the desperate part of your soul. And he will hear your faintest cry. They cried unto him and asked him to bring healing to their, their, the baby of their family. And, and, uh, and then, of course, the Lord began to move and the fever began to break. And the eyes came back into normal order and the body began to to loosen up a little bit and and I gained recon, regained consciousness and it was a wonderful turn of events as far as I'm concerned it was a wonderful turn of events and it worked out pretty well in the end but that was a scary moment and there are times in life where we have scary moments things that get beyond our ability to control them. Most people have experienced this feeling of a fever breaking. We, we, we know what that is. In fact, if you are sick and you are wrestling with a low-grade temperature, and now temperatures and fevers, this has all become part of our uh, vocabulary to a much greater degree in the last year and a half or so. But, but we know what it's like when when the fever of the body begins to, to rise, the temperature of the body begins to rise, and then in the middle of the night, you're sleeping, and as your body begins to cool down, and the, the, the fever breaks. And, and when that fever breaks, you feel like somebody just poured a bucket of water on you because there's been such a release, such a relief, because the body is no longer engaged in the very difficult struggle it once 
was experiencing. And that is exactly what's happening. There is a foreign invader that is, has entered your body and is roaming about the cellular uh, structure of your body. And, and the antibodies within you are looking for this and they track it down. And as they begin to attack this, this agent that should not be there, there's a war that ensues. And the, the, the good bacteria is fighting with the bad bacteria. And the, and, and the virus is, is being assaulted by your antibodies. And, and this war begins to rage. And you're just, you're just trying to go to work for crying out loud. But there's a war going on on the inside of you. You're just trying to go about your day. But there is a war that is raging on the inside of your body. And it reaches what we might call a fever pitch. And what we mean by fever pitch is it, it reaches a climactic place where, where really all bets are off. You, you try to control it. You put the wet washcloth on. You, you take a lukewarm shower. You, you might take a little acetaminophen or, or ibuprofen to try to kind of control this. And, and you do what you can with your body to try to, to fix this. But, but that's a, there's a fever because there's a battle underway. And, and the fever is the result of the battle ensuing in your body. And and, and so the fever gets to a point where you, you can't let that thing get too high. Your body will shut down. Your body will be irreparably damaged if the fever begins to climb too high. And unchecked, the fever can climb as high as it wants to climb. It's a scary moment in life. Now, I'm speaking of physical, but, but I'm not just speaking of physical. I'm also speaking of spiritual. Anybody ever been there when the, when the spiritual struggle was beginning to rage wildly out of your hands? And you didn't know what to do and you didn't know exactly what the experience was going to turn out to be. But the fever was building and the confusion was building and the chaos was ensuing and the war was happening and the battle was raging and you needed something from somewhere to step in and make a difference if that's you tonight i want you to know that god is in this place to step into your circumstances and make a difference I need to remind somebody that the Lord is a healer. I want to remind somebody that he has healing in his wings. I need to remind somebody that the Lord is a deliverer. That the Lord is the mighty God who is able, exceeding abundantly above all, to do anything beyond what we can ask or even think according to the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah. I want to speak that to you till you believe it in Jesus' name. Not only can God heal you, but God is willing to heal you. God is willing to heal you. He wants to heal you tonight. He wants to save you tonight. He wants to deliver you tonight. He wants to set you free tonight. You don't have to wait for another day. You don't have to wait till Wins Conference 2022. You don't have to wait for 10 or 12 prophets to be lined up on the front row. God can do it right here, right now. Oh, hallelujah. 
in, in Cincinnati, Ohio, it was Palm Sunday and we were having a, we were having a threat of an ice storm coming on Palm Sunday. It's, 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 it, you never know what the weather's going to do up north. And, and so it was Palm Sunday, supposed to be a beautiful spring day. And here came the weather reports. Ice, ice storm is coming. And so the calls started coming in. Pastor, what are we going to do about service on Sunday night? Because here comes the ice storm. And I checked the weather and sure enough, here it's coming. The ice storm is on its way. It's, it's coming. And there was a little window there. It looked like we might could have church without endangering everybody but but if people are out on those roads in an ice storm all it's it's a difficult thing so so i was trying to determine exactly what to do and and i just kept feeling like i don't want to i don't want to jump the gun i feel like god wants to do something tonight so i'm looking out the window watching the clouds don't look like there's any ice coming but the weather report says there's ice coming and I'm looking out to the north, the south, the east, the west, and I don't, I don't really see what they're seeing, but, but they're saying it's coming and that it would be dangerous for people to be out on the roadways. But I just kept feeling like God wanted to do something. So I decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have church. And we'll abbreviate it even. We'll come in, we'll sing a song or two, and we'll, we'll pray, and then I'll preach for 15, 20 minutes, and we'll send everybody home. But I felt like we needed to come together into the presence of the Lord. And so I did. Not everybody showed up because a lot of people heard there was going to be an ice storm. And we came together, the group that was willing to come out and, and risk it. We came out and we started having church. Couple songs, didn't, didn't let them last too long. Had a little prayer. I got up and I preached about 15 minutes. Here came Zaire Bunton down to the front of the church. And God filled him with the gift of the Holy Ghost. That was eight years ago. God's put an anointing on his life. He's accepted a call to the ministry today. And I just started realizing something, Brother Myers. When God wants to do something he's going to do something and you have to understand that when God wants to do something he's going to do something so to, to brother Gore's point that he made earlier don't try to limit God based on what the environment or the surroundings look like if you need the Holy Ghost God wants to give you the Holy Ghost if you have a need for healing God wants to heal your body Hallelujah. We had a, we had a, a, a time in the middle of COVID shutdown where, where the COVID cases were surging in our area and there was, there was talk about what should we do for this coming Sunday because the cases are beginning to surge again. And this was last year in the middle of the thick of it. And, and we, you know, we we're always trying to figure out what best to do. And, and again, I couldn't get away from that feeling like we need to gather together. We need, we have to come together and praise the Lord. And if people need to make a decision that they stay home, I understand. But, but for those who need to gather, we, we need to come together. So we did. And after we did, those that come to the, the Spanish uh, language service came, and, and, but there weren't very many that were there that day. In fact, out of, the, out of the people that were involved in the Spanish service, there was only one man who wasn't involved in the participation of the service. Everybody else had something to do in the service. They were playing an instrument or singing or, or preaching, and, and there was one guy in the audience that afternoon. And, 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 you know, that's usually when you think, why in the world did, did we have service for just one guy sitting out here? But that one guy needed the Holy Ghost. And that one guy got the Holy Ghost. 
Hallelujah. I think God looks forward to moments when people discount Him. When people say He can't do it. I think God looks forward to when people start saying, There's no way God can move this mountain. Show me a mountain He can't move. Show me waters He can't park. There's no circumstance you're facing right now that's too big for God. I know you know that in your mind, but I want your spirit to believe it tonight. In the name of Jesus, God wants to pour out His miracle-working power upon you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. He wants to do it in the name of Jesus. He wants to do it in the name of Jesus. I wonder if somebody believes that tonight. Do you believe it in Jesus' name? Hallelujah. This man came to Jesus. The Bible says that he came to Cana of Galilee. And at Cana of Galilee, this was where he had performed the miracle of turning the water to wine. I love that miracle because it's a symbol of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. This was the place where water was turned to wine. This was the place where new wine came forth, where there had only been water. That's exactly what happens when God fills us with the Holy Ghost. The water turns to wine. When you praise to Him, that that vessel, just as it was to take place in John chapter 2, that vessel was filled with the water of your praise. Hallelujah. It was empty until you started praising Him. And that praise was like water but when it reached the brim the water was miraculously changed to wine and I want you to know that when you received the Holy Ghost that's what happened the water was changed to wine this was the place where the water was changed to wine anybody here have the Holy Ghost anybody here been filled with the Holy Ghost this is the place where the Holy Ghost falls This is the place where he turned the water into wine. And while he came to this place where he had turned water into wine, a man came to him. And this man said, look, he said, my my son is sick, nigh unto death. I need him to be healed. He said, he said, I need him to be healed. Come down and heal my son, for he is at the point of death. And Jesus said unto him, except you see miracles and signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman saith unto him, sir, come down ere my child die. You know, sometimes your need outweighs your belief. And, and you're having trouble believing. So, so listen, when you're having trouble believing, cry out all the more. Don't let your struggle to believe prevent you from crying out to Jesus for help. This man, Jesus said, you have to see signs and wonders in order to believe. And he said, but my child is near death. I, you're right. I, I've never seen signs and wonders. And, I, and, I, and I'm having trouble believing. But my child needs a healing. My child needs a miracle. The more you struggle to believe, the more fervently you should pray. I feel the Holy Ghost. Don't let your struggle to believe prevent you from praying. 
Many times that's what happens. We struggle to believe, so we start shutting up. We start shutting down. We start, we start laying low. We start quieting. We start coping. We start dealing with no, no, no. You bust through that crowd and touch the hem of his garment. Don't you shut up or shut down or lay down or go out quietly. If you're having trouble believing, cry out all the more. Jesus, I need a miracle for my child. I need a miracle for my child. Jesus, when he heard it, said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the Bible says that the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken. And he went his way. While he was on his way home. Hallelujah. They met him on the way back. And said, it's all right. As he was going down, his servants met him saying, your son liveth. Jesus told him that before the doctors confirmed it. The word of God declared that before the doctors confirmed it. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus said, go thy way, thy son liveth. Now at that point, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Did you hear the difference between what the man said and what Jesus said? The man kept saying, he's at the point of death. He's at the point of death. He's at the point of death. And all Jesus did was state a fact. He lives. Yeah, but he's at the point of death. He lives. Yeah, but he's suffering. He lives. Yeah, but he's sick. He lives. Stop focusing on what you're afraid could happen. And start focusing on the fact that he lives. I want you to open up your mouth and declare, my God, don't let, hear me now, don't let another negative word proceed from your mouth. We don't speak death, we speak life. We don't speak doubt, we speak faith. We don't speak negative, we speak positive. We don't speak flesh, we speak spirit. We don't speak sickness, we speak healing. We don't speak disease, we speak miracles. We don't... He's at the point of death. He lives! And here's the important part. The man believed it. He believed the word that Jesus spake unto him. And he went down his way. And as he went down the way, the servants met him and said, Thy son liveth. And he said, when did he begin to amend? Woo. And they said, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever, woo, hallelujah, the fever left his body yesterday. And the man started counting out the hours and the day. Yesterday at the seventh hour, where was I? Yesterday at the seventh hour. Yesterday, let me check my phone. Let me check my phone. Where was I yesterday at the seventh hour? I was standing in the presence of the Lord and I was presenting my case to him. And he said to me, Hayabosh. Go thy way, 
thy son liveth and I was believing that word that grueling excruciating road back home brother Gore all the way back home he didn't have text messaging that he could send a quick text and say is everything alright a day later he finds out everything is alright but all the way home he's believing the word that Jesus spake he's believing the word that Jesus spake my God have mercy now, I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell about it. But I know us. And I know it's possible that while he was walking home, he was struggling to believe. It's possible. That while you're on the road home, you're thinking, oh, I hope I find out that everything is okay. Lord, what am I going to face when I get to the house? What are they going to say to me when I arrive in the city? I hope, I'm hoping that what Jesus said is true. He had a full day to let all those thoughts run rampant through his mind. To let all the scenarios, possible worst case scenarios, to present themselves in his thoughts and in his worst case fears and doubts. But he kept walking. Tell you something, the mind is a very unique thing, and it's sometimes hard to control it. It's sometimes hard to control your thoughts, and it's it's very hard to control your feelings. And so you can feel like you lack faith because you don't feel a certain way, or you can feel like you lack faith because you're struggling to believe. When your mind is struggling to believe, let the actions of your body demonstrate faith. I'm afraid of what I'm going to find when I get home, but I'm going home. He said, go thy way. So I'm going to go my way. I want to go back and and ask him if everything's okay, but I'm going to go my way. I'm afraid of what I'm going to see, but I'm not going to stop walking. I'm not going to stop doing what he told me to do. That's why when Abraham believed in God, it was counted unto him for righteousness. Just like obedience is counted unto him for righteousness, obedience is counted as faith. God, you're waiting to say you have faith when all your feelings are perfectly aligned and you have no trepidation and you have no reservation and you are fully confident of all things and that's not what faith is. Faith is obedience. Hallelujah. I'm struggling with my thoughts, but my thoughts will not stop me from being obedient. My doubts will not stop me from being obedient. My fears will not stop me from being obedient. When God sees your obedience, He will count it unto you as faith. I don't want you to ever be scared again of doubt. You are loose from the fear of doubt in Jesus' name. Doubt has no hold on you. Obedience nullifies doubt. Your son liveth, they said. And Jesus said, what do you mean he... He doesn't have a fever anymore. When did he begin to amend? Yesterday. At the seventh hour, the fever left his body. At the seventh hour yesterday, he was standing in the presence of Jesus, 
receiving the word of the Lord, but not just receiving the word of the Lord, believing it. Mixing the word with faith. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, be thou healed in Jesus' name. Somebody reach up and grab that word and mix it with faith right now. Hallelujah. 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 The question of when. Hey, when did the fever break? I'll tell you when the fever broke. When the word came forth and it was believed. When the word came forth and it was believed, it's better than Tylenol, it's better than ibuprofen, it's better than a wet washcloth, it's better than a lukewarm shower, it's better than any kind of home remedy. When the word goes forth and it is believed, hallelujah, it is believed. Jesus walked into Simon's mother's house and there she lay sick of a fever. And the Bible said the Lord walked in and rebuked the fever. And immediately it left her body. My God have mercy. Anybody believe in those miracles? Jesus. 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 We had a, a, a young lady from... Cincinnati, who just recently, she was diagnosed with COVID a couple of months ago, and she was about to give birth to her baby, and she, because of the COVID, they had to take the baby, uh, emergency C-section, and, and they delivered the baby, and when they delivered, or, or delivered the baby, when they did, she, her symptoms began to improve a little. They let her go home. They let the baby go home. Her and her husband were quarantined at home, and then the fever came. And the oxygen started to suppress. And she started to spiral quickly. They rushed her back to the hospital. There was nothing they could do for her lungs. And they began to give bleak, bleak reports. A young lady. But here she was fighting now for her life. They intubated her. Put her on a ventilator. Said that her lungs were fibrosed. And said to her husband that it, they, there's really nothing more we can do for her. And the saints began to pray. And here, here this young mother was. Here this young mother was in the hospital on a ventilator. And this young father's at home with a toddler and a, now a, a newborn that's only a few days old. And he's caring for the newborn and trying to explain to the toddler where mommy is. And, and the church is praying and they're bringing food to the house. And, and the saints are praying. And, and, and he, he finally was able to go into the, to the hospital and sit near her. And, and he was beginning to, to actually be near her. But she was intubated and, and, and the doctors were giving no hope. Every report was getting worse and worse. And, and one day they said to him, they said, the only thing keeping her alive are the paralytics. And if she doesn't have that, then she will not be able to live. And so he, he said, I, I don't know what to do about that except to trust God. He said, I have peace, but I want a miracle. And so he went to men's prayer on Saturday morning. And when he walked into men's prayer on Saturday morning, he said to Brother Mark Purdy, our children's pastor, he told him the story. And Brother Purdy immediately spoke the word of faith. And said, I believe she's going to be healed in Jesus' name. I speak healing over her body right now in the name of Jesus. 
he began to pray the prayer of faith and declare it. And, and the rest of that day and Sunday, the, 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 the father just, he went home, the husband went home and he, he didn't go back to the hospital. The restrictions were such that it was difficult. And so Monday morning he was going back in to see her. And when he did, the doctors and nurses met him and said they took her off the paralytics. She's being removed from the ventilator. He said, I thought she couldn't live without the paralytics. And they said, we know, we don't know what's happening, but she's improving. Men's prayer starts on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. He said, when did you take her off the paralytics? They checked their records. They said, it was a little after 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. It was yesterday, about the seventh hour, when the word went forth, and the word was believed. Ah, somebody give him praise right now. Somebody give him praise right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We had a young couple at the very same time that this young lady and her family was experiencing this. We had a young couple whose precious seven-month-old baby became violently ill. With became septic. Went the, his little body went septic, and he had a, a, a cold that turned into a blood infection. And this blood infection began to ravage his body and attack his organs. And they took him. His name was Noah. And little Noah went into the hospital. And when he went into the hospital, the doctors said later, they said, when you brought him into the hospital, we truly did not believe that he was going to be able to live when you brought him into the hospital. And they said that when they brought him into the hospital, he was... They were unable to, to, to find out what was even wrong with him. They just hooked him up to a bunch of machines trying to, to, to find out what was, what was wrong. They couldn't figure it out. But in the meantime, his kidneys are shutting down. And his liver was shutting down. And his lungs were collapsing. And, and it was getting to be a terrifying situation. And immediately the church went to prayer for baby Noah. His blood stopped circulating for a period of time. And it, and it began to affect the extremities of his body. And, and one Sunday morning we walked into church. And we walked into church. The, the report came that his lungs had collapsed. And that the doctors were f- falling short of knowing what to do next for this little seven month old baby. And the church went to prayer. We had to pray for baby Noah. And we had to pray for the young mother that I just told you about. And as we began to pray unto God. I want you to know God is bigger than any illness he's bigger than any virus he's bigger than any infection there is nothing too hard for the Lord there is nothing too hard for the Lord glory to his name glory to his name glory to his name I feel the Holy Ghost in this house 
we went to Cincinnati Children's Hospital and we sat down in the, in the middle of that waiting room. And while we were sitting in that waiting room, my wife and I and Anna and Zach, we sat there in the waiting room with the family and they were so distraught. It was, it was a terrifying moment. And, and they knew that, that all of the organs of their little baby were shutting down as we were speaking. But as we sat there, we began to pray unto the Lord. And then the Lord just moved upon me. He said, Psalm 118. I didn't even know why I couldn't remember what all was in Psalm 118. But I just grabbed my Bible and I started reading Psalm 118. And I didn't know what I was going to read. But it says this in verse 14. The Lord is my strength and song. And is become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. This little seven month old baby is upstairs on a ventilator. He's on a ventilator fighting for his life. The blood. God is having trouble getting to the extremities of his body. His organs are shutting down while we speak. But we're reading aloud the word of the Lord. Because if you'll speak the word and believe the word, the fever will break. Hallelujah. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me sore, but he hath not given me over unto death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go into them. And I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord into which the righteous shall enter. I will praise thee. For thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. Hear ye the word of the Lord. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Oh, somebody give him praise right now. Somebody give him praise right now. Come on, somebody give him praise right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody believe it right now. Somebody believe it right now. I was sitting on that third row at Wins Conference Friday night. And Brother Tyreek Andrews sent me a message along with several ministers in our church. Baby Noah had been in the hospital for 40 days. And this was the message I received. And the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Today is day 40 and Noah was just released from the hospital. that's in your body in the name of Jesus Christ. We rebuke that disease that's in your body in the name of Jesus Christ. They may ask you, when did the fever break? You better mark the time. 8 p.m. on Sunday night. When did the fever break? When the word went forth. And we believe the... 
Come on, believers. Do what you do. Believe. Come on, believers. Do what you do. Believe. 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 Believe the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
devil, there's no way to control this. There's no way to stop this. This is a mighty rushing wind. This is a mighty rushing wind. It's flowing through this house. You just let God move right now in the name of Jesus. You need to shake off that fear. Shake off that fear. Shake off that doubt. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, he and the Rabakashatarabasitiyalabahaya, he and the Rabakashatarabahasatahaya, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody lift up praise unto Jesus right now. Lift up praise unto Jesus right now. All across this house, lift up praise unto the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. I need Paul and Silas to start dancing right now so somebody else's bands would break. I need Paul and Silas to start worshiping right now so somebody else's bands will break. 
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want everybody in the house, if you will, right now. I want us collectively to repent before God right now. To cleanse our soul. To purify our hearts. To purify our minds. Purify our bodies. Come on, all over this house. In the name of Jesus, everybody in this place. Come on, myself included. Lord, cleanse me. Cleanse me from sin, from iniquity, from transgression. Wash me. Purify me. Cleanse me in the name of Jesus. Come on, every person in this house. Begin to do it right now. Lord, cleanse me and wash me thoroughly. Lord, my soul, my spirit, I lay it bare before you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, cleanse thou me from secret faults. In the name of Jesus, cleanse thou me from secret faults. In the name of Jesus Christ, cleanse thou me from secret faults. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes, Lord, deliver me from fear right now. Deliver me from fear right now. Come on, all across this house. Lord, deliver me from fear right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, your perfect love is casting out fear. Perfect love is casting out fear. There is no hold that fear has on me. There is no hold that fear has on me. Now I want you to pray, Lord, stretch forth thine hand to heal right now all across this house. In the name of Jesus. Come on, petition God right now. Stretch forth thine hand to heal in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, that's it. Pray, 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 pray. Lord, stretch forth thine hand to heal. Stretch forth thine hand to deliver. Stretch forth thine hand to bring about the miraculous. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now we're going to shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Everybody in the house, lift up your hands unto the Lord. Everybody in the house, lift up your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to count from 10 to 0. When I reach 1, when I reach 1, I want you to let out a shout unto God with the voice of triumph. And while we're counting, I want you to begin giving God praise for every miracle and for every healing and for every restoration. But when we reach one, I want you to praise Him like you've never praised Him before. Are you ready? Ten. Go ahead and start praising the Lord all across this house. Nine. Eight. Come on, I want you to begin to call on Him and praise Him. Seven. Hallelujah. Six. Come on, when we get to one, we're going to praise Him like we've never praised Him before. Five. By the authority of the Word of God. Four. In the power of Jesus' name. Three. 
we command you to be healed in Jesus name two we command you to receive the Holy Ghost we command you to receive deliverance are you ready to shout unto God one The believers have been empowered to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. There is such an explosive faith in this room that you're not having to wait on a minister or a preacher, but you are standing next to a believer. One more time, I want you to turn to somebody, find somebody, lay hands upon them, agree with them, speak the word of faith.
the believers are laying hands on the sick and the sick are recovering even now it is happening now as you are speaking as you are praying as you are interceding it is happening right now speak it aloud verbalize it it is taking place even now some of you are praying for people that are not even here and it is happening in your home it is happening to someone that is watching speak in faith over somebody physically present or physically absent for the word will go forth for the word will go forth for the word is going forth even now Come on, faith is exploding in the atmosphere right now. Authority is exploding in the atmosphere right now. Perfect love is exploding in the atmosphere right now. As you're lifting up your hands, it's happening. As you're lifting up your voice, it's happening. As you're seeing it, the pain is there. It's happening. <laughs> As you're checking if the growth is there, it's happening. You're moving your faith. You've mixed it with the word. And there is a manifestation of the glory and miracle power of God. My, 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 my. <laughs> this is what we're about to do all across the house. We're about to put our faith in action. Now there's people in this room. You're not going to be able to check right now. You need to make an appointment with the doctor tomorrow. You need to send an email. You need to call that doctor's office. You need to get on the phone with the secretary and say, when can I come in? I have prayed and I have believed. And I need you to confirm what the Lord has done. Is there anybody that agrees with that? There are people that are watching online that are not physically here, but the Word of God is not bound to a location. He sent His Word and He healed them. So you know, are the cameras still rolling? You know what I'm going to ask you to do? I'm going to ask you to stretch your hands toward those cameras. And I'm going to ask you to speak the word of faith to every single person that is watching right now. Would you begin to verbalize it right now? If you know somebody that's not here and sick in their body, you want to text them. You want to call them right now. But would you agree with this body of believers right now by the power of your word and the authority of your name? 
You have heard the word. You have mixed it with faith in your living room, in your bedroom, in your car. Perhaps you're at work. We believe with you right now at 820 for the miraculous. We believe it has already happened. We call those things that were not as though it has already occurred. In the name of Jesus, we speak life. We speak healing. We speak the miraculous. And by faith, we send forth thanksgiving. We send forth praise. We send forth worship as if it is already so, already done, already completed for the glory of God. Would you clap your hands in celebration and in agreement for every single person watching online? Why don't you just go ahead and speak it? Why don't you just tell your neighbor, miracle reports are going to flow in this week. Tell somebody else, miracle reports are going to flow in this next week. Now we're getting ready to pray again in just a moment. We're getting ready to pray again in just a moment. If you're here tonight, you came in with sickness in your body, you came in with pain in your body, you need to check. You need to see what the Lord has done. If you weren't able to bend your knee, you need to try to bend your knee. If you've not been able to move up and down in a certain area in your body for five, ten years, you need, you need to see what the Lord has done. So if you came in here with pain in your body, you came in here with sickness in your body, and you, 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 you're, 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 you're feeling something happen, you're feeling something change, you're feeling the healing power of the Lord flow through your body right now, and pain has left your body. I, I want you to just wave your hand for just a moment. Can you do that? Can you just wave your hand for just a moment? No. Can we just clap our hands into the Lord for just a moment? He said he's had pain in his lower back all week. There's no pain in his lower back. We got multiple hands up. I want you to raise your hands again. If you, if you came sick in your body, you came with pain in your body and the Lord has healed you, would you just lift up a hand and would you just hold it up for just a moment? Would you just hold up that hand? There's a hand. 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 Come on, somebody ought to celebrate that right now. Somebody ought to thank the Lord that He is a healer. The believer shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Miracle reports are going to come from this night, from this online audience throughout this week. The Lord is going to confirm his word with signs following. Now if you're in this room tonight, perhaps you feel there's been a difference. Perhaps you feel like there's been a change, but there's not been a full complete healing. I believe in the power of praying a second prayer. Uh oh, maybe I just messed this up. I said, I believe in the power of praying a second prayer. So we're getting ready to pray one more time. God is the author and the finisher. If he began a work, he will complete the work. 
So would there be anybody in this room, every hand down for just a moment, that you would be bold enough to say, I feel that something is happening. There's been a change, but there's still some remaining pain in my body. Would you, would you just lift up a hand right now? I see a hand. I see a hand. I see a hand. If there is a hand going up around you, I want a believer. Keep that hand up. Keep that hand up. Can you do that? I want a believer to find somebody with a hand up right now. There's a hand over here. There's a hand back here. Come on, I need some sisters. I need some ladies of God, some men of God over here. I need a believer to find another believer, and I want you to get ready to pray right now. You're not going to pray about them. You're not going to pray with them. You're getting ready to pray for them. And you're going to command that remaining pain to leave and to go. For it has no jurisdiction inside this child of God. Come on, that's it, he's win. Go ahead and begin to lift up your voice. Go ahead and begin to pray right now. You're activating your faith. When you lifted up your hand, when you begin to speak, when you begin to walk towards that person, you begin to activate your faith. So now speak the word boldly right now. We speak to all remaining pain. You have already began to leave. Now you must completely leave. The blood is against you. By his stripes, we are already healed. We speak it and we claim it. We're going to walk in belief. We're going to go home and allow the doctors to confirm it. We are going to see the fever break. We are going to see a continuation of miracle signs and wonders. Uh Come on, would you begin to thank the Lord all across this house right now? Would you begin to praise the Lord all across this house right now? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo. Come on for just a moment. Would you just lift up your voice? There's something permeating this atmosphere right now. Come on, there's something stirring. Come on, there's something pulsating in the room right now. Come on, just lift up your voice just a little longer. Just lift up your hand a little higher. Come on, there's faith. There is victory. There is authority. There is perfect love. There is wholeness. I'm getting ready to hand this mic to Pastor Myers, but I just want to speak a word of faith over this church as a collective body. We've prayed individually and we'll continue to do that. And I believe the Lord is going to confirm throughout this week things that have taken place, not just in this moment, but from this moment. I want to just speak something over this house as a collective body. You have ministered in this week. You have, you have poured out in this week. God has used this church in a, in a posture of enabling others and ministering to others and equipping others and blessing others. And the Lord is getting ready to pour back into this church and into this leadership and into this congregation. I, I believe the Lord has allowed this great body of believers to walk in and out of seasons. Life is full of seasons. You walk in and out of seasons. But I I firmly believe that this church has left a season and you're stepping into a dimension. 
and you don't step in and out of dimensions. Seasons will come and go, but I believe that this is not just another season. I believe we are in a new dimension. I want to speak that over you right now. Would you just lift up your hands? Would you just lift up your voice right now? I speak a first dimension over this church body, over every Sunday school teacher, over every usher, over every hostess, over every singer, over every musician, over every sound, over every security personnel, over every minister, over every staff, over every secretary, over every child of God. I speak the leaving of a season and I speak the entrance into a new dimension for this end time hour as your believers. Believers march forward in Holy Ghost authority and clarity and revival and breakthrough. Let it be so. Let it be done. We agree right now. We believe right now in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, would you shout that name? Would you grab the hand of a neighbor? Would you lift it up? And would you shout that name? Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Urshan was preaching, I couldn't help but remember when our daughter Sophia was born and was struggling um, for her life in the first few days. We thought it would get better with the proper medical care, but it was getting worse. And about the third night, I went home and began to pray. And about 2.30 in the morning, the Lord spoke to me and said, I breathed upon her whenever she was born. I'll breathe upon her again. But don't forget the breath of God. The next day, I went to the hospital. My wife was still there in the hospital. And she said the doctors are supposed to come in in a few minutes and it's possible they're going to have to transport her over to Orlando to the children's hospital. And uh, they said we've done all we can do here. And as they came in, we prepared for the report. The doctor said that it's changed and uh, she's breathing fine now and she's getting ready to go home. And I said, about, about what time did it change? And he said... I, I was just reviewing the notes and the, and the neonatal nurses had in their notes that it was around 2.30 in the morning that her lungs opened up and she started to breathe. And on Wednesday night, I preached on the bones of man and the breath of God and failed to mention that when God breathes on something, it changes the situation. And I believe tonight that God gave me a revelation that whenever he told his disciples to speak the word only, we were created in his image. He was saying, use your breath. This whole conference was about winds and it's the winds of God, but God has put that wind in us. And the enemy wants to attack our breath. The whole COVID pandemic is an attack on our breath. 
What happens in the natural world is illustrated in the Spirit. There is an attack on the breath and the testimony of God's people in the Spirit realm. I say, East Wind, we've got to use our breath. We use our breath in worship. We use our breath to declare the wonderful works of God. We use our breath to speak the word of faith. There's a revival that God is doing. Where we don't wait for the minister to speak the word. We speak the voice of faith. We speak it on our jobs. We speak it in our schools. We speak it in our neighborhoods. We speak it over our family. I challenge you in the Holy Ghost to use your breath and to speak the word of faith in every situation. There's life in your words. Woo! Judy, you go back. You go back to Steve tonight. I want you to go in there and speak the word of faith. I believe God's touched him as we were praying, and we'll mark it down on the clock. Something began to change. I'm telling you, God wants to do some impossible things. He wants his people use your breath, use your words. Speak the word, speak the word. If you'll commit to do that, I believe you'll begin to see transformation all around. Your circle of influence, the people that you know, every situation will change as you begin to speak. The Bible said, He told them, speak to the mountain. He said to them, speak to the mountain and nothing shall be impossible. He didn't say when I speak to the mountain. He said, you speak to the mountain. He sent the word and he commanded them to speak the word. Would you lift your hands right now? Would you commit to do that? I commit to use my voice, to use my breath. And to declare the word of the Lord. Come on, I'm going to speak it over my home. I'm going to speak it over my family. I'm going to speak it over my finances. Come on, God has given us breath for a purpose. It wasn't just for us to exist. It was for us to speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Hmm. Jesus, Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. God bless you. You're dismissed tonight in Jesus' name. Let's continue to rejoice for what God did tonight. Hallelujah. God bless you in Jesus' name.